0: On today's show, we're joined by Franz Van Hoel, CEO of one of the top lead generation companies in the world. He discusses why their company rebranded to px.com and gets into the specifics of what value um, and advantages that has added for their company. Enjoy the show. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com, payments you can trust. Finally, if you're a domain name investor, don't you have unique legal needs that require domain name technical know-how and industry experience? That's why you need Stephen Lieberman of Greenberg & Lieberman or Jason Schaefer of Esquire.com. Go search for Jason Schaefer or Steven Lieberman on Domain Sherpa. watch their interviews, and you can see for yourself that they can clearly explain issues, can help you with buy-sell agreements, deal with website content issues and UDRP actions, and even help you write your website terms and conditions. Steven Lieberman and Jason Schaefer are the lawyers to call for internet legal issues. See for yourself at Esquire.com or APlegal.com. Hey, Sherpa Network, thanks for joining us today. We're delighted to have back Franz Van Hul of PX.com, recently rebranded from Revy Media, and Andrew Rosner, his good friend from Panama. Um, both of you joining us today from different ends of the world, welcome back.
1: Thank you, Tesh. Happy to be back. Yeah, great to have you back, Franz.
2: Yeah. So Franz.
0: Franz, you thought about doing this interview uh, from Andrew's old place in Panama. We hear you not only do you acquire great domains, you acquire great properties.
2: Yeah, so when I, when I, uh, I met Andrew, uh, I think five years ago or so, and since then it, uh, it has been costing me a lot of money basically. So uh, he has been selling <laughs> me domains, uh, properties. And the amounts are getting bigger and bigger every time we make a new deal. So I'm, I'm getting concerned for the next one.
1: <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm elevating your game. You know, yeah. you got to spend money to make money. I'm, I'm, I'm making you stretch to the next, uh, the next tier.
2: That, tell that to my wife because she doesn't understand.
1: <laughs> now,
0: Franz, one of the last times I spoke to you on the phone, you were in the hospital while your wife was, was give, giving birth. Do you remember that?
2: Oh, wow. Um, actually, I don't. Is that true?
0: It is. And I was like, Franz, uh-huh. I don't need to talk to you. Hang up, go. And you were like, nah, she's busy. <laughs> I
2: think, no, think she the, the contractions were not that, uh, that strong yet, so I, 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 I think I was in a safe place at that time.
0: Yes, yeah. I think so. <laughs> but quite the story all the same. So, yeah. So Franz, Revy Media, which has been around since 2010, um, one of the biggest um, um, in its space, and you've recently rebranded as px.com uh, this month
2: yeah correct yeah so we uh, maybe I can I can I can give some context around that um, so we started as a lead generation company in 2010 um, mainly focused on uh, verticals like insurance mortgages uh, the home services space um, and um, part of our DNA is technology so we have been developing our platform since day one and um it's the platform also enabled us to be competitive and to make to make a difference and uh it it allowed us to grow and um and you're right so two weeks ago we rebranded to px and basically the whole company and px is the name of our platform Uh, so you know basically we are the platform uh, and that's called px
0: very cool. So you were Revy Media from 2010 till 2016. Then you acquired Px.com from Media Options and ran parallel brands, and with the intention to merge them. Um, and is that right? And then
2: it, it it would make me look like a really smart person that if I knew in 2016 that we would merge in 2018, but that that that's actually not true. Um, so when we started, so we had Media, and, um, at the time we made a decision, um, to separate our platform from Media and sell it as a separate product as a SaaS software product. And, um, we did that. So we set up a team in LA and they were operating under the name PX and we have been uh, modestly successful. Uh, so we have been licensing our platform to... Uh, you know to a couple of hundred clients um, but um, there was we felt that we didn 't uh, maximize the potential. We were not leveraging uh, all the stuff we had on the Rev media site, and you know in two thousand and seventeen we started to discuss like okay, you know what what could we do um, to to leverage what we have on the Rev media site being you know the publishers and the and the and the, the lead buyers and the clients who are using PX uh, today. And um, basically, after brainstorms and a lot of this internal discussions, we decided to basically put those two models together. So our PX clients who are using our platform, and um, they are they also have access to our what we call open exchange. So basically, when you are a PX clients, you have access to all the publishers connected to PX and you also have access to all the lead buyers um, that have, that are connected to PX. So basically uh, we're, I would say, yeah, call it the, the, the Amazon of, of, of leads uh, where we basically uh, uh, allow our clients to create their own shop on our platform, buying or selling leads or both. Um, and
0: and I think you're very modest. I think you're not only the Amazon in terms of how it can be done, but also in terms of market dominance. Is that a, an accurate statement, or should we have Drew answer that?
2: I've I've not been accused uh, many times of being too modest, so thank you. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I yeah. So we in the in the version in which we are active, uh, we've 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 uh, really. Uh, uh, we were able to gain a good market share, and I think we are, you know, a leading player in 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 in, in for example, mortgage and, and home services. Um, but it can always be better, and you know, those markets are huge. And you know, this is just the beginning. Um,
0: yeah. You know, I think that you saying you'd like to say you were that smart that you planned this all along. I actually think you're smarter this way. That, you know, I think um, that you saw, you understood the two letter value and potential value and you acquired it, ran it as a parallel brand and then really dug into what does this mean and developed um, a new strategy based on that. And that's really the the um, the steps I'd like to take you through in today's conversation. Um. Well, th- th- thank
2: you, Tens. I just, if, I, if I may to respond to that. So I, so I think the, the, the one thing that we have been doing right and we being, you know, my business partner, myself and our, our, our great team is that we're constantly adapting our business model and our business. And um, we don't get stuck in, in a certain track and we're, we are, we're also not scared to jump tracks and to, uh, to change directions. And we've done that a couple of times. And, you know, in my opinion, that's the only way, especially in a bootstrap, especially in the beginning of a startup, you need to have that flexibility. So I'm I'm happy to admit that um, creating PX as a parallel brand was not the smartest decision at the time. Um, And, uh, um, you know, it worked out relatively well, but now we have a much better story and we adapted, you know, we adapted the story and our strategy. Uh, based on on changes and and input we got and learned along the way, so um, it's always a big compliment when when people you know refer to the changes we have made because yes, because that's that's part of our our success.
1: I I'm reading a book right now called Matchmakers: The New Economics of uh, Multi-sided Platforms. Something something. I think that's the name.
2: I thought and, you started dating. Ah. Uh? I, th- I thought you started dating matchmakers. I mean, the, the,
1: no, and yes. it's uh, it's really, it's a fascinating book. I mean, you know, in the end, I guess it's, it's nothing new, right? We, we've been watching all of the most successful technology companies basically over the last decade, if not two decades, have been these multi-sided platforms. I don't really know how long we've been acknowledging them as that, right? You know, that. Uber is a multi-sided platform. They're a technology company that's created a platform that connects uh, drivers with passengers. You know, you're a technology company that's created a platform that connects somebody who wants a service, or, or yeah, I guess services, and with yeah. somebody who sells those services. Um, and it's 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 really it's a super fascinating book because you know when when you start listening, oh. it's like. You know, this can be applied to basically every single element of, of life where people have an interaction with any company or service or product. Um, But you've got companies like Amazon who are just quickly, you know, they've got such a strong platform that they're just swallowing up uh, every opportunity to leverage that platform in any other industry. And I imagine you guys are and will continue to do the same across different
2: verticals, et cetera. Yeah, well, that's a, I mean, I, I wrote down the title, so I'm definitely going to check out the book, uh, Andrew. So, um, but oh, your... I, got
0: you. I got you beat. I just bought it right now.
2: <laughs>
1: <Okay>. Great. <laughs> it's a great book. And, and the reason I bought it is, you know, I've been contemplating the same thing for us. Like, what is the next, what's the next um, sort of leg of, of media options? You know, how do we expand beyond our sort of um, personal talent? Um, you know, which we've leveraged very effectively uh, uh, in our domain brokerage business. But how do we take that to the next level? How do we, you know, become a platform where anybody who is, because I'm watching all these mediocre platforms launch in our space. And um, I say mediocre because they're, they're focused on names that I don't think have value. Um, I don't know whether the technology is mediocre. I'm sure the technology is fine. It's probably great. Um, but, you know, I don't think that they're targeting the, the real market of, uh, that I see, the, the market that we are mining in. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the PX story is, you know, obviously I've been watching firsthand uh, yep. from the beginning of Revy Media, more or less, uh, right up to, to now. And, yep. uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it, so- you hear this a second time, so make sure you're paying attention. You've inspired me, Franz.
2: Oh, wow. And oh, this time it, this time it's recorded. So like, actually, it's on, it's on record right now. Wow. <laughs> it won't stop me from denying even in the
1: future anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, create a
0: sound bit just of that and send it to you, Franz. You
1: know that in today's world, you're allowed to uh, deny things which are even recorded. And, and, uh, <laughs> Maybe you
2: misspoke. I I think what you said, Andrew, is is the uh, it's 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 the platform thought, and uh, we call it the evolution. So, um, and you know, we see it as the holy grail that if you can become a platform, and uh, you know, you can create a network effect. In other words, you can leverage the things you've built in the past. You can leverage your publisher network. You can leverage your clients. And, um, you know, if, if you do that right, and, you know, Amazon obviously did it right, and the eBay's this world, and Uber, and, you know, it's the network effect. And um, that's exactly the core of our new strategies, that we want to leverage what we have and add more value to our advertisers, and hopefully accelerate our growth as well. So,
1: do you know um, who the first uh, big tech um, plat- so platform, multi-sided platform was? Before, let's say because i guess amazon might have been earlier than this but these guys were the first ones to sort of acknowledge what it was they were doing not just trying to create an online store uh like like you know amazon was initially essentially just a, an online store they evolved into the platform um ebay the same more or less but the first open the first multi-sided platform who acknowledged themselves as an open you know multi-sided platform was open table the reservation system?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't realize they started that early, but it was like mid '90s. Okay. Super wow.
0: Well, I feel like ago. I feel like I should get uh, points for the term because I've been saying I see us as matchmakers for years. Um, so let's get back to Revy Media and PX. So Revy Media um, does not have a P or an X in it. What made you decide to acquire PX.com?
2: Um, yeah, so that's, so I, you know, that's, um, that's a good question. So, so, um, we, our, the first version of our, our platform was called LXP, uh, lead exchange platform. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was, we, we couldn't get the, uh, trademark for it, uh, because there, there are some companies that used LXP, uh, sorry, LPA, uh, L, yeah, LXP, um, and, um, um, and we wanted, we, we didn't want to have the word lead in our core uh, platform name because we also do calls and we also do clicks. Um, so the name was, uh, was a little outdated at the time. Uh, I'm talking about 2006. And uh, I asked Andrew, like, hey, I'm looking for a domain name. Uh, so for our platform, and, you know, we, and it, ha- it needs to have an X and it needs to have a P. Um, so we looked at several names. Um, I for, N- NXP uh, uh, a, a couple out there. Um, and he said, "Hey, by the way, you know you, you probably cannot afford it, but I also have, I have px.com. Um, <clears throat> so when, when Andrew says something like that, you know it's going to cost money. Wow. Um, so but he's PX. just loading
0: you into saying, yes.
2: Yes, exactly. So, uh, but PX was the perfect name for us, and uh, you know, we uh, the P stands for public, um, and the X it has something uh, technology sound to it, and the X of exchange. So, public exchange for leads uh, made and, and calls uh, made total sense. Um, and uh, I have to admit that you know, owning such a premium domain and a two-letter one. Um, we also felt that there's a very good asset and uh, in, in investment for the company uh, to create more value for our investors.
0: So it sounds like the timing was right because Revimedia Media, you founded it in 2010. But in 2016, you were starting to think about having a different name for it or a different domain for it. Well, yeah, so, have-
2: so the, the, idea, the, the idea strategy we had at the time was to separate our platform in a, in a, as a separate service. And I needed a domain for that, and um, and and we end up buying px uh, .com, uh, uh, as our brand, and you know we we basically created uh, px inc, a separate company for it.
0: So it sounds like it was a matter that the timing was right for you, and this domain you knew, you know, with the value of a two letter that you could work it into a meaning for your
2: your exactly. new. World. And I, I have to say it, I mean, I, I love premium domains and, you know, I love two-letter ones. But it, it was the single only two-letter one I would have bought at that time. Um, any other two-letter uh, uh, name, you know, I didn't buy it because it was a two-letter name per se. I bought it because it was a perfect brand for our platform. Mm-hmm. It would have, been, I don't know, uh, WE or other two-letter names I, 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 I have seen um, you know, over the years would not have been a match. I would have really been, I had to, I would have, you know, I would I need to be very creative to try to match that domain with what we do. So, but PX. I want, I want to ask you two questions, Franz. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I thought you were done. You were no, 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 go ahead.
1: So, all right, two 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 questions. Um. And I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna ask anyways because you've kind of rebranded anyway. So I, I, some of this, I don't know how much of it was uh, for public information, but I think it's fine. So um, I know you would ask me to try and acquire Revy.com at some point. Yeah. Uh, did that did which we couldn't get the guy wouldn't sell it or he wanted a, a ridiculous price. Yeah. Did that play a factor in your decision to go after a new brand?
2: No, there was there was there was separate because uh, again we really wanted to separate our platform from Revimedia Media and uh, and and have a separate name for that. That could not have been uh, Revy just because it would have been too similar to Rev Media. Um, we looked into Revy.com at the time. Um, I always regr- I always regret when we started a company. We started as a media company, like a publisher company, yeah, and. and I always regret the, the word media in our name because it, it, it it's not what we do anymore today. Yeah, You know, the word media puts us in a different category, potentially. It's not a biggie. Um, at the end, the name is a name. Uh, but I would have I liked to acquire Revy.com. Um, but as, as, a, as a general rule, I have that it needs to make sense. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, first of all, the, 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 if you want to have a premium doma- uh, domain, perfect, good investment, but it needs to make sense for your business and for the purpose, you know, besides purely investments um, and then also the amount needs to be justifiable from a business point of view. And you know, this guy, you know, yeah. I don't know he, he can ask what he wants to ask him, you know, but it, it didn't make, it didn't make any sense and yeah. um, really? it wasn't nice to have. But uh, for pre actual yeah. comments, it, it was a different story. Yeah. So that brings
1: me to the second question yeah you were saying before you know you, you, you sort of trying to justify what does the px mean so part of my argument um for why these two letter .coms particularly are so valuable is that i almost think it doesn't need to mean anything that, that px stands on its own two feet pun intended um yeah. you know i think um you know it's shorter than a brand it's shorter than a name it's it, 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 it just instills trust it, it's I don't know I, I, I've always been uh, uh, an advocate for pxcom I think we at media options have probably sold uh, more to dot coms than anybody in the world um, I think that's probably a true statement and um, you know I, I see the same story over and over and over again the people that get it they get it you know and and I, I have yet to see somebody who took the step, bought a Twitter.com and then regretted it later. I, I it hasn't happened to me yet. So um I mean do you do you agree with that? That, that? that that PX.com it doesn't necessarily need to mean anything. It can mean publishing, it can mean publish oh, yeah. public? Oh, yeah. So at the end of the day, you're PX.
2: Yeah. No, so, so I mean to your points, um so PX didn't make made a lot of sense to us. Purely because of the abbreviation, the letters P and the letter X. Yeah. But to your points, you know, um, a two-letter name can be anything, and it has all the, you know, it's short, it's memorable. Um, most, it already has, you know, uh, uh, quite some type-in traffic in general. Uh, you know, it's easier to build links. Um, it just has, it just has a lot of a lot of value, and and I think the most the most important one is that it it, it increases your credibility. You know, if you if you go to a big advertiser, and we're we're working with with big advertiser now, verticals. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you say you're px.com it, it it puts you on in, in a different uh, league potentially. Um, yeah. it At least is better than uh, you know uh, uh, leads uh, hyphen generation dot info. With all respect. Even
1: the, you, you know, you say okay, I'm Revy me.
2: Yeah, Revy okay. Media.
1: You know, a person doesn't know who Revi is you're calling up you're Revy media you're like every other media schmuck that calls them that they don't know your px.com you're immediately yeah. somebody yeah you just you're immediately somebody there's an inherent level of trust and trust is the currency of the internet people say yeah. traffic is the is the uh, traffic is the currency of the internet but you don't get traffic without trust when people come to google and they yeah. see their 10 options they click on
2: the one that they trust yeah and so people people ask, uh, you know, so it's public information, we paid a million dollars for it, right? Um, and I'm sure Tess was going to ask that anyway, so I just throw it out there. Um and pe- people ask me like um what um how can you justify such an investment? And you know, a, and and all that trust, that trust factor and all the other advantages we just mentioned, is that quantifiable? Um mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult. It, it is difficult, um, but um, we have some examples and I'm still collecting data and I don't I don't feel the need to justify that investment uh, in, in, at all, but um, it, it is nice to collect data on better uh, conversion, uh, better click-through rate on your websites, uh, increased average uh, page views on your websites. Uh, I'm sure there, there are data points which we can start uh, uh, comparing with What we had on RevMedia.com. Yeah, that's
1: super interesting. I, I, you know, I don't know if you want to share it later, but when you accumulated some of that data, I I would
2: love to, uh, love to. Yeah. uh, For sure. Um, And I I do the 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 actual tangible impact we had uh, was uh, was that people in the industry uh, they know that we own PX.com, and you know, it's like, oh wow, that's a great name, and that's always the first reaction. Uh, you know, it puts you on a little pedestal, and I, I guess it's yeah. a little ego booster there as well. But uh, um,
1: it's not it, discount it, that. that that has a that that, that matters, right? So, yeah. a couple more questions that I, that I had sort of jive down here specific to PF. So, one thing that I've heard with not just two letter.com, but just really great names in general, really names which resonate with people, um, is that it makes hiring easier. And if you're a tech business, the hardest thing to do is is hiring it's 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 tell me if i'm wrong but yeah. tell me if you've seen that does, does having px.com does that instill a sense of trust longevity or what for whatever reason do you do you think that it has an impact on hiring
2: i, I don't know yet to be honest i i i guess it does and again all the advances more memorable it's you know it it's it's it, it makes a statement. Um, um so well, I guess you
1: have that as your email address, right? So it's like, yeah. you know, there's a little ego thing there. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, test at px.com. Yeah. It's kind of a,
2: so I have a funny fact about that actually. Um, so <laughs> boss, my business partner and myself, um, you know, we immediately, uh, created email addresses F my first letter at px.com and B at px.com. Um, you know, just to make it as short as possible um actually one of the shortest domain names uh or email addresses you can have besides yeah. the one letter ones and uh i guess dot co um you know um but um it was an internal fight uh because obviously we have uh you know several names starting with an a uh, alexi alexi andre alexander you know everybody wanted to have the a at px.com. so we actually became like a bit of a, you know, a, a tense situation. So we decided no, no first letters only. So, uh, so we, uh, so we, I changed my email letters to friends at PX.com, which is, you know, still cool. Yeah.
0: Even for the CEOs, that's, uh, that's, that's quite the leadership, Franz. Um, uh, and now everyone listening knows how to contact you.
2: <laughs> there you go. so, so
0: what were, the cha- what were the challenges of building your brand on px.com, especially with that shift from Revy Media?
2: That's actually a, that's a great question, Tess, because uh, I, that was the point I wanted to make, and I prepared a little bit for this interview. Um, I, I don't want to make it come across like buy a two-letter name and that's it and uh, all the work is done. Um, so it was very challenging to get a trademark. It was very important for us. And, you know, when you have a two-letter one, it's very generic. So the, you, you, the trademark risk is not that high uh, because it's hard to claim a two-letter trademark in general. Um, if you don't have a trademark, it's, it's, it's also not easy for the, the other party to actually, you know, accuse you from infringing their trademark. Mm-hmm.
0: Franz, is your trademark on PX or PX.com or both? Both.
2: Both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we have the, uh, the text mark, the word mark PX and we have the, the design mark uh, PX.com. Um, but it was, it was hard because there were like 20, maybe 30 existing PX trademarks out there. Um, so I had to, um, I have separate agreements with three or four of them um, to allow them our brand next to theirs. Um, and you know, obviously there was, there was not a similar company. Um, owning the trademark PX. So there were all different businesses in different industries. So um, it was not that hard, but it took time. It took almost two, two years.
0: Wow, uh, that's actually. impressive. Now, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't understand you. I, I don't have a lot of familiarity with trademarks. What did you mean our brand next to theirs? Like just both of them existing or you mean something else? Yeah, yeah so
2: there, there, there were, you know, let's say 20 companies. They already filed and registered the trademark PX. Uh, there's an oil company in Canada uh, that you know filed PX for whatever purpose. I, I don't remember. Um, petroleum. And when when, sorry, petroleum. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's a technology company, so they were like in drilling and, and gas, and I don't know. Okay.
0: So, so you're um, just saying that they agreed that you could have your trademark and they would have theirs, and you wouldn't infringe on each yeah, other.
2: Yeah. So when you file your trademark, uh, you get um, opposition. And or, the, you know, the, the, the trademark um, um, authority says, sorry, we cannot uh, grant you this application because of existing, um, um, conflicting existing trademarks. And then it's up to you to work out, you know, possible agreements with, with those existing trademarks. When you have that in place, you can refile and hopefully the authorities say, okay, now, now you're fine and good to go.
0: Wow. So two years of work. So that's basically what you've been doing since you acquired it.
2: Um, yeah and, and, and other challenges of course is like um, one of the things which uh, which stopped us from uh, rebranding uh, earlier was all the brand equity we've built uh, on the Revmedia um, you know the, and I think I made it bigger in my head than it really was um, but you know I, it's my little baby, so I just assumed that if we change the name of our baby uh, no one is going to know you know, the new name and everybody's going to like, what, what happened with media? Um And I think there was more fear than anything else. Um, but the, the brand equity, like, you know, and I'm, I'm referring to um, uh, authority of the website, SEO, uh, link building, uh, social media profile, and, um, you know, all that stuff you do as a company to build up your, your presence online, um, that's basically gone. And, you know, part of, part of it we can redirect and part of it we can, you know, we can do some cross promotions to, 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 to move some of the brand equity to PX. But basically with PX, we had to start from uh, 0.0 and um, in those last two years, we, we have been doing so. And again, we, we, have, we have been postponing the rebranding for over a half year, but uh, two weeks ago, we're like, yeah, this is it. We're going to do it. So
0: I feel like most companies would have that same view that the brand equity, I mean, you build that for a reason, and yet to a certain degree, that, that brand equity um, can mean that you're established enough that you're capable of rebranding. But most companies just, and especially if you're trying to sell a domain through you know, talking with the marketing folks, they're going to say, hey, we've already built this brand into what it is. Um, what, what, like, what could you quantify or, or qualify or how, um, because brand equity is difficult to do, to do that with, um, what made you feel sure that you could, and what made you feel like maybe it wasn't a good idea in terms of numbers or data?
2: I mean, okay. So it's, it's a little bit of a glass half full and glass and half empty discussion here. Um, so there, there, there are always reasons not to do things, and so wow. you know a lot. And it's very easy to come up with those reasons. Um, but if you look at it from a glass half full approach and angle, and you say, "Hey, um, it's a great opportunity to to reconnect with your existing partners and clients." Like, "Hey, we have a new brand uh, and a new proposition. Uh, hear this out. Um, it's also refreshing, right?" and the feedback of, uh, uh, of our clients was actually overwhelming. We send nice gifts to our clients with the new brand and we send cornholes and we send plans and I, I don't know what. Um, so, you know, we made it ex- exciting. And then is a, 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 a new marketing opportunity, like a, a refreshing marketing approach and a chance to, uh, to revive your, your brand. Um, so and that's the way we approached it, and um, Rev Media is still around. So we, and I think that's also um, uh, something we should not forget: is that Rev Media is is still around, but purely as an affiliate network. And uh, um, and I think that I guess that also makes it easier that if people now go to Rev Media, we can, and and our, our Rev Media team is still around, partly. partly um, we can still use part of that grant equity. You know, We're two separate companies, but at the end, the same mother and there's still a, a tight relationship between the two.
1: And I think you know the way that I approach these types of things is you know, as long as you're making forward progress, it's a, it's a net positive, right? Because like you said, there's a million reasons to not do things right? in everything in life and business. And so as long as you're making forward progress, as long as what you're doing is uh growth and uh you know progress uh, uh you, you know you're, you're leveling up that's what i was looking for leveling up as long as you're leveling up you know it's always going to be a net positive.
2: yeah uh, i agree um change is change is movement and and movement is progress it's necessary if you don't change if you're not changing you're dying yeah
0: and I just think, Franz, the most visionary thing that i'm hearing is that you didn't have some giant crisis. you have the the really the maturity in your business sense that you were able to do this um, proactively um, to just continue that steady elevation. Is Revy media your first business venture
2: uh uh, no, so I, I had a company before called Emaxis. Um, it was one of the first uh, mobile content uh, companies, uh, out there, uh, started in 1999. Um, great, great, uh, great ride as well. Um, and we, you know, we sold a lot of ringtones and horoscopes and jokes and, uh, and we also that we, we, we built a great platform. Um, and, and that we ended up selling it in 2006. Um okay. so I've done some other stuff but um yeah.
0: Yeah you have a, you have a tremendous experience. I would like to see you develop a ringtone of Drew saying you inspire me.
2: Oh yeah, that's actually uh, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, I, I would put, I would I would put it on.
0: All right, let me know. Cool. I know you sold the company but figure it
1: out. So this is what I want to know, right? Coming into this interview Revy Media essentially has rebranded to PX.com. The company is centering around your platform, PX. What is the enterprise? I mean, we're here to discuss domains at the moment. You know, I mean, we're, we're here to talk about, you know, entrepreneurialism. We're here to talk about, you know, digital media and, and how commerce works. But what is the enterprise value of that asset? What is, what, is, you know, what, what, what is the resulting enterprise value of PX.com to your organization? And I know you don't have a specific number, but what I want to do is just sort of work around how do you establish what that value is and see if we can't just you know, sort of fall on a number. Well, yeah. uh, I don't
0: know, it, just to jump back a minute first, I, um, I feel like before you put the whole enterprise value, I'm wondering, you know, just the advantage that you have, you're saying, you know, PX gives you that additional credibility. Um, it's that ego boost, which really is something, I feel like we need a different word for that. It's a, um, it's positioning you as a leader. Um, can you put
1: a... When you go out and you buy a premium domain, whether it's a two-letter.com or a one com, when you go out and you buy a premium domain name that represents the best version of your brand, and you go out to market with it, it sends a signal. It sends a very strong signal to your audience, to your consumers, to your vendors, to your partners, uh, to your bank. It sends a signal to everybody, your investors. It sends a signal that we are growing. It sends a signal that we are strong that we are here for the long run you know it, it, it it's a signal it's you yeah. know it's no. signal to the market and
2: you yeah. know so I, I i i don't want to um how do i put this because uh, you know this is uh, Over-emphasize. a well yeah so this is uh, this is obviously you know a, a forum for do- domainers and uh, it's 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 about domain value um and i you know i completely agree uh, with with the value of premium domains, um, but I do want to state that it should not be overvalued in the sense that uh, you know there was always like a content ver- uh, context versus content uh, discussion like content is king. Um, mm-hmm. it, this is a little bit the same. Like you, you have a domain name, it's a great asset, but at the end, it's what you do with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, uh, an you can only
1: compare things with all those variables which you can't control being equal, right? So um, what do you, in, you mean that? So I mean like um, this isn't a really great analogy, but like because the, the, the companies sort of have veered off to do different things. But if you say you've got px.com, you've got um, and, and let's just say that they were doing the exact same thing, um, all other things being equal, Px.com sends a stronger signal to the market. So that Uh, if you've got the same content, you've done the same link building, you've got the same team, you've built a great platform on both. You know, if all other variables, all all other factors being equal, um, can we compare? You know, the domain of this company versus the domain of this company. Um, It's like looking into Google you know, and you've got the top three results, so let's say the or- top three organic results. And all three, you know, if you're in a competitive uh, vertical, all three of those companies have worked hard to get there. They've all done, you know, produced great content. They must have great teams. They must be doing great link building. They must be, you know, consistently publishing. Yeah. They must be, You know, they, 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 those things have to be equal, right? Because
2: yeah, so- if
1: those things aren't being done. Those are the minimum viable factors. So if those things aren't being done, then you're not going to get there in the first place. But once you're there, then let's compare number one, number two, and number three and say, well, what makes this one just slightly better than that one? Yeah. So can you put
0: a value on having px.com now that you've relaunched instead of platformexchange.com or um, gogorevy.com? Do you think you can put a value on that?
2: Yeah, so so I mean we're obviously biased uh, here in this in this call, and probably also all the viewers uh, were somewhat biased, you know. And um, but uh, but hold
1: on, hold on. What is bias, right? Because so I'm biased, obviously. I'm a broker. I have a continued interest in you know.
0: Yeah, we're educated.
1: Value of domain. but you are that's not your business, right? So you're not necessarily biased. You put your money where your mouth is. You believe in the value. And so you yeah. literally put yeah. up
2: $1 million to buy the domain.
1: So I wouldn't say
2: buy but bias in the sense that, um, you know, you, you taught me uh, a lot about uh, uh, domain investment. And I've, I've, I've been hobbying around, uh, you know, since, since we met each other. And mm-hmm. um, so I was obviously aware of the, of the incremental value of a two-letter domain purely as a domain investor. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. you know but you're right so I, I put the, uh, uh, the money where my where my mouth is um, so if we would compare apples to apples exactly the same business with exactly the same marketing lean building all that on RevMedia versus px.com I can state that you know px.com will have more it will be perceived as higher value and will have more impact just because of the I, I can confirm that. But having said that, I don't have data for that. Uh, uh, test. I, it's very hard. I'm I'm, I'm going to collect some data, and I'll, I'll if and when once I have it, I'll share with you because um, we do have it from our landing pages. So, for example, we have bestquotes.com, and we also have. And I'm just making this up, uh, but we also have best-insurance-quotes.info. Um, we do have numbers that bestcores.com converge better than um, than than the other domain. But again, it's it, it's very hard because you need to be able to compare apples to apples, and that's not easy. But I I'm going to see if I can collect some data which I can share with you uh, in a later stage. I think that will be very valuable.
0: That would be um, really fascinating. Yeah. Okay.
2: I a always, I always just just, Can, can I, I can I see something uh, you know about? So we, I think we all agree that uh, a two-letter domain is a, uh, has great value and for all the advantages we mentioned earlier in this call. Um, but having said that, I always uh, give the example of Apple, Amazon. Uh, you know, Amazon is called by a river in Brazil. For God's sake, I mean, there's. I mean, there, there was like there was some, there was what some kind the of idea mean? behind it. Eh? Yeah, but that is irrelevant.
1: The point is. It doesn't have to be an exact match to what your business does. These no, two but,
2: my, but my but point is. It has is,
1: to be a brand that, people, that, that resonates with your audience. Yeah. All it has to do is resonate. People have to hear it and they have to think, oh, of course I know that company. Yeah, everybody but, knows the Amazon, everybody knows Apple. Everybody, yeah. Even before these companies existed, the word resonated with people, it was familiar.
2: That's I, I, I understand. But, but my point I want to make is that at the end, it's about the context and the, the brand they created around such a name, which, which gives the, you know, and yes, I agree. I mean, Amazon, if you would have told me and uh, when did Amazon start in uh, 1990 something? Six ninety seven. 97. Yeah. Um, so when you would have told me like, hey, Amazon, I would have thought about a river in Brazil. I would have not thought about you know an e-commerce platform and and the and and the giant company it became, uh, but it you know so it's helped probably uh, uh, and Apple too it it helped them to to grow the company but at the end it's also about the context and the vision you create around it that's my point. If Bezos had called his company
1: JeffsBooks They would not be the company they are today,
2: right? Even it's if a they have, statements and I and I I think I agree but you know it's it's. You, 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 it's hard to quantify It
1: is. It is very hard to quantify. And this is the reason I'm pushing you and emphasizing this specific point because this is the missing link in domains. This is why when I call up a CEO, a CMO, a CTO and, I, and I'm, I'm trying to explain to them why they need to buy this domain, that it's not like, oh, you should, this would be nice for you to have. You need yeah. this name. Yeah. Um, the best version.com of their company's brand or a product or a service that, that that's you know uh, uh, foundational to their company, um, you know, this is the missing link. It's trying to explain why this domain is fundamentally better than another, and it is. It's hard to quantify. There's there's very little data. Very 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 few ways to collect data because, it, like you said earlier it's gotta be apples to apples. You gotta be how do you compare apples to apples?
2: But what, um, a question for you, because I, know, so another angle to look at it. Um, so what if um, Amazon did a crappy job and were not able to make those deals with the wholesalers of books. Uh, they were not able to get visitors to their sites. Then amazon.com would be a great name with like a mediocre business most likely. But there's a lot of those. Yeah, right. So
1: my point is not that they the domain
0: – And they can be acquired or they can be um, be um, divested, right? I mean, they can divest the domain or they can be acquired by someone with a better vision. Whereas if you have a crappy business model or mediocre business model and a mediocre domain – Yeah,
2: okay. Then you have
1: coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Tess makes a really good point because this is actually something that I emphasize when I'm talking to a startup. When I'm talking to a startup who's launching a company and they're on the fence, I, I don't know if I can, you know, if it's responsible or I don't know if I can afford to spend that kind of money. And, you know, we're usually talking about something between 150 grand and 350 grand, that ballpark uh, for a really bang on, you know, great one word.com. Um, what I say to them is, look, you come to me and you're looking to raise capital for your company and you come to me and you're dot IO, your dot whatever, dot something, you're, Get this, try this, you know, download the you know whatever prefix or suffix you put on your name, okay, doesn't add anything to the balance sheet. That 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 is a is absolutely worthless asset. Now you come to me and you say, uh, I am usedcars.com or I'm you know purple.com, I'm orange.com. That puts a backstop on my investment. So what Tess was saying is, you know even if you put a crappy company on a great brand, if I'm an investor in that brand, if I'm an investor in that company, my investment's never going to go to zero. Okay. That doesn't necessarily make you feel good. If I invest, you know, millions of dollars into a company that says they're going to be the next, you know, unicorn. And now all that's left of this company is their domain name. I'm still not getting my investment back. But the point is that, it strengthens yeah. your balance sheet. It strengthens your company. You, know, you are adding an asset to your company um, I, that I, will continue to grow. In and I, not, your domain, when you bought it, Franz, that domain is worth about 20 30% more at the wholesale level than when you paid. You know, than when you bought it two years ago. Um,
0: okay, so you know. I have a different, a different way to ask this question um, because we do w- want to hear some kind of you know, enterprise value that you can put on this. Um, so what about this? You invested a million dollars in the domain. You invested, how much do you think, how much do you think you've invested so far? You sent all your clients gifts, you rebranded. um, You obviously had some, um, you know, the trademark costs over two years the um the cost of you know building the website the um you know moving things over onto that platform how much have you invested and how much would you think you've seen of roi so far on that investment
2: oh wow guys i was not prepared for this question um so um i i I can i can i can say something i mean the, the you know the trademark cost, the rebranding cost, uh, the website development, and some other stuff. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's I, 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 significant investment. I, I would say two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars purely for rebranding, um, uh, you know, the marketing around it, uh, the presence okay. for the clients, uh, and lawyer costs.
1: Okay. Um,
2: so
0: okay. included with acquiring the domain, maybe one point three million.
2: I, I guess that that's you know. And then, uh-huh. then some opportunity cost and some, uh, you know, some uh, all the time we spent on on discussing this, and I would I would be able to put a number on it, but I I think it's pretty, um, it's you know let's let's say one point three in total. Yes.
0: And do you, like when do you think you'll? see your ROI on that? Where do you think, like, if you had to sell your company today, do you think you'd get 1.3 million more for it? Do you think you'll have that 1.3 million more in business that you've already gained that much in business? Um, you know, just for our audience, um, too, like what, what is your, um, your business's like annual gross income? What, what kind of figures are we talking about here?
2: So just tell me, uh, just let me know when I have to take off my clothes as well, and then uh, you know we're we're fully transparent here. Um, yeah. So um, okay, let's let, let's do one at a time. Maybe for a lot of questions in in uh, package deal in into uh, into one. So, can
0: can I put in the headline? Franz offers to take off his clothes. Do you think that will get more more visitors? No, I, I
2: didn't offer it. I, okay. I said when are you going to ask me? So. <laughs> you, you but it can be like Tess asked you know France as close that would have been uh, more accurate um, no but um okay so so one at the time um so the, the px domain is on our balance sheet obviously and um, and it is it is uh, one of the assets we have um, and yes we invested let's say 1.3 million total to rebrand and to move the business to px.com um, but I don't, I don't approach it this way. I'm not approaching this. We're not in the States. We're not a startup like we discussed uh, in the, uh, uh, you know, in the previous section. Um, so I don't approach it anymore as a backstop on, on my investment or if it, we go bust and at least we have a domain, which we hopefully can sell for the same amount or a little bit more. Um, this is an integrated part of my business. And, you know, and, and, and that's why I, I'm, I'm referring to the context around the vision we're building. To, just to give an idea, we invested millions, millions, over 150,000 man-hours in our platform. Um, you know, so... 150,000 man-hours? Yes, yes, 150. And we did the whole analysis. Um, so, it's, it's a that's huge platform. It's, it's really a big platform. We have millions of lines of code. Um, did, that did is you say my millions
0: real... of lines? What did you say? A code. Of, of code. Of code.
2: Okay. Yeah. So that is my real investment, guys. That is significantly higher than, than the name we put on it.
0: Right. And
2: the one doesn't go without the other, you know? So we established in this call that that platform with a name that doesn't make any sense probably won't be as successful as a platform that's called PX.com. Yeah. Okay? So when you asked me about my um, uh, the enterprise value, I couldn't honestly answer that question. Um, does does PX have you know significant impact or is going to have a significant impact? I I'm confident it will. Um, but at the end, it it's a good name. But at the end, it's about the business results. You know, at the end, it's about growing the revenue and make profits. Um, so. It's just hard, and PX is just one of the parts. You know, if if we don't do our marketing right, or if we de- if we develop a crappy platform, and but
1: again, it
2: those are all minimum viable
1: products for a successful business. Period. Okay, period. you need to your marketing right. You need to have a good team. You need to build the right, the right technology. You need you know these are all the minimum viable products. You there you will never have a competitor. uh, Unless they do the same, you will never, you know, you're, 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 that's a must. Those things are just like, they're a given. They have to be a given. Otherwise you're not going to be successful. So the Correct. question, you know, how much more successful, how much, how, what's it, you know, is your conversion rate higher? And I, and I know you don't have the answer to these questions. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm asking them rhetorically. Um, but what I always say is you cannot build a skyscraper on a bed of sand. Okay, if you want to build a skyscraper, you need a solid bedrock foundation, and you know PX.com is bedrock, right? If you were uh, uh, Revy's lead exchange, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I of course, who am very biased, can say that I think you would have zero chance uh, to be where you are today. To even be able to afford to put 150,000 man hours into building this platform, if you were Revy's Lead Exchange and not, you know, uh, and I'm not saying PX.com is the only name that you could have, you know, built this company on, but yeah. having a name like that puts you on bedrock, and you can build on bedrock
2: as as high as you want to go. That's the point. It's- and I agree, and that's the whole reason why we invested in this domain. Um, and that's why we invested what we invested. So I think we established that. And um, so to put an enterprise value, let's put it this way. If a big Chinese investor, and we, I get daily emails, uh, you know, like, uh, is PX for sale? Um, at px.com. If a big company would come and say, hey, we'll pay you $4 million or $5 million, I wouldn't do it. Uh, just because it's such an integrated part of our business. And so it's that not- is actually the best
1: answer you can give to this question is, is uh, okay. this is what I believe, right? If you're not a buyer, you're a seller, if you're not a seller, you're a buyer. And, uh, it doesn't mean you need to go out and buy, but it means that you are, you're long. Okay. You're either longer, you're short. And so if somebody comes in with a $5 million offer and says, I want to buy PX.com. I'll give you 5 million. Uh, you're going to say no. So
2: we know that the enterprise value is greater than 5 million, right? It, it's so, because it's such an integrated part of our strategy. And uh, because we're in this for the longer run and to build like, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a huge company on this and, you know, to really grow this. And, you know, and it's not about the value of the domain itself. It's about at the end, it's about the business and, and the domain is a, is a very integrated part of that, of that no. business.
0: And the advantage that the value of the advantage that domain over another one gives you. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic answer. Thank you. And you know, Franz, you are very number driven. Um,
1: do you think you ever would have made this acquisition? You have no idea. You can see the spreadsheets
2: he has. I
1: can't even. I can't even
2: make sense of them. Uh, actually, it, it. To be honest, I mean, um, I would love to take the credit, and you know, I. I'm not that of a number person, and my business partner is the is the real number person. So, otherwise, I probably would not have been uh, here uh, with, without his uh, number skills and analytical skills. But uh, that on the side note, um, I remember sending you some Excel sheets, uh, Andrew, and I, I remember I really impressed you. So that was one of my highlights
0: <laughs> and you know I've talked with boss a lot over the years not since I left GoDaddy but I've um you know talked with him many many times and, yeah. and he is so we have you know what um, one numbers person here and an even more numbers person Are you know the two of you run this business um And yet we've sat here and kind of beat a dead horse trying to get a number out of you and really struggled. So that's kind of like two, how do you, that's the real struggle for us in, um, helping people to understand Domain and values is that oftentimes they can't be so quantifiable So what do you think not only you but your business partner? What made you not being able to have any Numbers be willing not only to acquire this domain, but to invest all this time and energy to rebrand to it since you don't have a number like what do you think it's only because you knew drew and you know, learned about domain name value year after year after year, or um,
2: no. So, I mean, that that that's a good question, and I I I I completely understand the challenges of potential buyers of domain names to you know, in your shoes, to actually show them the potential value or what it, what it, what it, what could be the value. Um, and I struggle with that as well. And I and I guess every domain investor listening to this can can relate to that. Um, because you know the market goes up the market go down you can look at the exact match uh, uh, a, a keyword and see how many visitors or searches it has in google and, and, you know this the, the couple of data points we have to to quantify an amount for for a domain and um we for the two-letter domain we basically took all the historical sales public sales of two-letter domains um you know from FB.com of eight million dollars if I remember correctly.
1: Eight and a half,
2: I think. Oregon? again? I think it was eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half, yeah. And so we 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 looked at the um at the uh, the, the public sales and we tried to make sense out of it. Um we looked at you know big companies, GE, HP. FB.com
1: is not the biggest two com sale by the way. Oregon? again? It's not the biggest two com no. sale by the
2: way. No.
1: I'm
2: not going to tell you what (laughs) No, I'm... Yeah. Anyway, so we tried to make sense, but at the end, it was a business decision. Like, okay, we need a strong brand for our platform. We really believe in this. We invested big time in our uh, platform, and we need a a killer name, and the name was such a good match that at the end, it was not only about money. And, um, and And I see the challenge for you guys, you know, to... To, to convince a CEO or a business owner to invest in the domain, you need to have some data points. Um, and I, I, you know, I invite any business owner to look at it the same way we did, you know, what, what's, 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 um, what's it, what's it value to you. And it needs to make sense. If, if Andrew would have asked $5 million for the domain and um, I would have, you know, I would have said, well, sit on the roof and um, in, uh, and you know, not gonna do it because that would be too much. Um, but it made sense, and you know, uh, it, it was high, it was higher than we were willing to pay. Um, but you know, at the same time, like the downside is not that big. Uh, they always keep their value, it's a, it's a valuable asset, so yeah. that's, how, that's how we approached it. I, I don't know if that answers the question. Um, I,
1: I think it does. I think what you said with um. You know, coming back to if somebody offered you $5 million today, you would say no. And that speaks to the enterprise value. Um, You said, you know, what is the value to you as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as an investor? What is the value of this domain name to you, to your business? And um, I think a great approach to figuring out what is the value of the domain to you as a business owner, as a founder, as an investor is to ask the question that you asked yourself of if somebody came along okay if your company uh we just sold uh, bungalow.com to a, a startup uh, that's doing co-living uh uh stuff and uh i'm not gonna talk about the price we signed an NDA, but um, if you know it was a lot of back and forth Ah, but we can't afford it and uh, yeah they subsequently raised like uh, 60 million dollars or something. You know, I can't afford it. But um, like two weeks later. But um, uh, the point is, if you ask yourself, if you did own it, okay, if I'm sitting there negotiating bungalow.com and say, well, if you already own bungalow.com and I came along and I said, look, I don't want to sell you bungalow.com. I've got a buyer that wants to buy bungalow.com from you. And you're at the exact stage as you are right now in your company what would you sell it for and if it's a lot more than the price i'm asking you to buy the domain for then it's worth it it's worth it for your business it doesn't mean what the value of the domain is but it means it's the value of the domain
2: to your business yeah and i i have i have another angle to take on this one because i i you know um, I, I, have some people in my network and I, I, I tried to help them with finding a good name, uh, uh, or I, I knew that they were looking for a new company name or whatever it was, or for a startup. And, um, the point I want to make is that it's also depending on your ambition. So I'm, I'm am i I'm an ambitious person. I want to, I, you know, I'm a perfectionist and I want to do, I want to, I aim for the best of the best. And, um, that's not always possible, but I'm aiming for that. Yeah. And if you take your business seriously and and you, you really want to become the biggest in whatever you're doing or want to do, um, a good name, a good brand is part of it. And sure, you know, you can you can probably be as successful or maybe a little bit less successful with a, a lesser name. Um, but to your point earlier, that's probably not going to add any value to your balance sheet. And uh, so, it, if your goal is to have an exit in the future and to build up value as a company as a whole, it's you know, and it's not only then it's not only about making revenue and profit. It's also about creating value, either in platform development, in creating a great brand, having a, a killer domain. So, uh, my point is that it also depends on the ambition level of, of the potential buyer, and it also depends on the you know, on the, on the, on the, on the longer term plans, uh, they have for either an exit or whatever it is, or, or keep it for their children for the rest of their lives. Um, you know, so there's a lot of, aspect, a, a, a lot of variables uh, taking into account here, but I'm always surprised. Um, and I have some examples. I cannot mention any names, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a guy, he's, he's very successful in what he does he He did well for himself and you know he has a bullshit uh, domain name um and um I told him like for ten fifteen thousand dollars maybe twenty max you can buy a dot com or the d dot com um it's for sale and like yeah i mean i don't need it i'm i'm it, 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 it i'm fine and it's like you know i don't domain name is not that important for me and i'm like i don't understand i really don't um but you know. Uh, he 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 has done well for himself. So so be it. I mean, uh, who who am I to judge that? But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am surprised with a ten or twenty thousand dollar, whatever it is, relatively limited investments that people are hesitant to do to do so. Um, but
1: you know, it's it's what you were saying. You you're always striving for the best. You don't want to put a a ceiling on your growth. Uh, because having an inferior domain name it boxes you in it, it, it puts a limit to how big you can become whether or a or maybe,
2: possible limit a, a possible yeah. limit. you know okay. limit. yeah
1: I, I came up with a, an analogy the other day uh, Chris uh, Zucker um, our broker emailed me forwarded me an email uh, he was marketing a domain name and, and this was really a perfect buyer for the domain and they were just, they didn't even ask the price. Chris didn't even give him a price. He just said, you know, hey, we're marketing the domain. Uh, you know, it's not exactly what he wrote, but you know, are you interested uh, uh, in discussing it? He didn't mention the price. They didn't even ask for the price. They just said, no, we're not interested. And I'm telling you, this is a, a big company. And it's literally the bang on domain for their company. I mean, it's like, how do you not already own this? And they just said, nope, not interested. They, they didn't even ask about the price. The price could have been cheap. Well, what if the price was five grand, you know? And it wasn't, but they didn't even ask. And he, he, he said, look, I don't even know what to respond to that. And, and, I, and I thought about it. And I came up with that, what I think is an interesting analogy that I want to refine. And talking about it helps me refine that. But the message is that, you know, a domain name is like a pogo stick. Okay, so if you are standing in place and you jump up in the air and you come down, the force of your mass, your body, is limited to your body weight. Okay, but if you're gonna pogo stick, you're focusing all of your force onto the very tip of the pogo stick. So all of your mass is being focused into one single point, and now the force of your mass is not your body weight, it's exponential, okay? It's actually, I think it's like uh, uh, the force of one foot of an elephant. Uh, like the, an average male on a pogo stick, when you come down on that pogo stick, I think the, the, the force measured at the end of the pogo stick is the equivalent of uh, when, when an elephant stomps with one foot. And it has an amplifying effect. Okay, and a domain name is your singular point, your singular touch point. The same way that end of that pogo stick is the singular touch point of your mass with this, with the, with the concrete. Your domain name is a singular touch point with your consumer, with your customer, with your audience, with whoever it is you're trying to target. It's a single touch point uh, that allows you to amplify your brand, your mass your company, your message, your brand, your pride, whatever it is that you are trying to project, you can amplify it through focusing all of your energy and your resources through a single touch point with your audience. And and I think that's true. I think that that resonates true. Uh, focusing your energy and your resources through a singular touch point that you control, not a third party, uh social media network not you know uh, a third party uh, publishing network or, or whatever you know you're communicating your message through a single point yeah. and uh, i think it's you uh that, you amplify the effect you met ma- yeah. you, you yeah
2: yeah is that not um, true yeah a good point yeah. point again i mean i wanna you know i i agree um um but uh, you know, it's still about the context and, uh, and 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 how you get to the point and how you you know, it's not only about the name itself. But uh, I, I I completely I I completely agree. Um, I think I think it's a matter of uh, uh, educating as well. And 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 you know, that's what we're here for on Domain Sherpa. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. So you know, if 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 you can show a CEO or a business owner like, listen, you know, th- this could be. This, this could have be the impact. You're missing so many uh, typings. You're missing, like, if you have the .NET, uh, you know, how many visits do you have today? Probably 10% are going to the, you know, that are going to, uh, are going to .com instead of to your site. Um, how much okay. value? In most cases, more like 20%. Okay. Well, so if, if it's 20%, how much value? What, what's, what's your average revenue per visitor or per conversion? and try to put a number on it. It's obviously yeah. different for each, each business. Yeah. Um, um, it's a matter of education. So, um, but you guys have been doing well, right? With, 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 with selling domain names.
1: Yeah, we're doing great. We're doing great. You know, the world is waking up in, in, in a world where you've got all these privacy concerns with Facebook and social media. And you've got you know Twitter and Instagram shutting down people's businesses at will, and you've got no say and no control over that, no insight into why uh, people are waking up to the fact that you need to control your brand, you need to control your messaging, you need to control that point of contact with your audience, your consumer, your whatever. And uh, you know, so slowly but surely, you know, it's it, it's it's a windy road, right? I mean, I'm always pushing in one direction. And this is why you need your domain, and then suddenly something happens in the business world, in the political world, in the economic world that shifts people's focus and then it's suddenly like, oh, well, here's another reason, right? And I've been doing this now a long time and it's like every year, or every two years, it's like some, some new reason pops up of why a premium domain name is great, right? Um, so it, it changes.
0: Yeah, we're coming to the to the end here at today's show, and um, I think we we I really appreciate Franz, you letting us you know work until we could excavate some type of numbers out of you, and um, and I'm really really interested to hopefully have you back on the show um, when you're you know have more data points. Um, but uh, my last question for you is, what's Panama like without Drew Rosner?
2: Uh, paradise <laughs> uh, no it, I mean it's it's quiet it's very quiet you know uh, but I'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to each day and cry myself to sleep um, but um, yeah it's uh, I, I, I I miss Andrew a lot uh, but I'm sure I'm gonna see him um, you know somewhere on this planet and we'll keep in touch of course so like today um, absolutely so, we're all traveling a lot, but yeah, Panama changed a little bit. That's why I moved into his house, you know, to, <laughs> uh, at least to stay close to uh, to uh, the memory of, of Andrew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so she
1: that
2: memory apart.
0: <laughs> Well, thank you so much for all your time today, Franz. This was really, really interesting and informative
1: and fun. Perfect. Is there yeah, any, for me too. Anything you want to? Uh, anything you want to communicate to the audience? Any uh, ask or uh, message you want to? Are you asking me? Yeah. I mean, so for example, I mean, a lot, a lot of our, our, our audience is not just domain investors, but we've got a lot of affiliate marketers and, and um, yeah. uh, publishers who, who listen to Domain Sherpa.
2: So, so this, um, this, this is the area where I can do some self-promotion? Yes, it absolutely. Is? Okay. Shameless, shameless self-promotion now. Okay. Well, um, so for anyone that, you know, that, that listens and viewing this, uh, this interview, um, if you are a publisher, uh, and you're in affiliate marketing, you're buying traffic and promoting third party offers, um, you're, uh, you're welcome to join us. Um, we're, we're mainly looking for API publishers selling leads. So actually, um, publishers that have their own websites, collecting data and, 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 and we can help you with monetizing those leads and data um, as the best, um, mainly in mortgage, insurance and home services, but we also have other verticals. Um, so feel free to reach out. And, and the, same, the same pitch for the advertiser side. if you're a lead buyer, um, you know, specifically in the US, um, then um, we, 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 we welcome you to, uh, to join PX.
0: And then just go to px.com to learn more?
2: Correct. Um, and uh, my email address, feel free to reach out with any questions. Uh, I already mentioned it earlier, but um, my, uh, my, my, uh, my email is frans, F-R-A-N-S, at px.com. Excellent. If you, if you misspell px.com after this interview, there's, uh, there's the, don't bother sending an email. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> thank you for a few more Sherpa episodes. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much.
0: Oh, thanks thank for coming. What a treat. Awesome. Thank you Bye. to the Sherpa Network. See y'all next time. Bye.